Tonight, I'll share with you what I spoke to you before. That there are seven things. There are seven words God will use on wealth transfer. Seven. And we did number one. There's going to be a supernatural way. Number two. There'll be divine distribution. And number three, God who gives you power to make wealth. And number four, God will begin to change and transform worth individuals. Number five, divine anointing. Real anointing. I love noticing so much what's happening in the spirit. You know, the, the good thing is, the whole Bible, the Bible speaks of what will happen in the last days. Now, the Bible says, God shall put signs on the moon and the signs on the sun. Mm. You there, right? He says, He shall put signs on the moon. In the book, of Joel. He said there shall be signs on the, on the moon. And again in the book of uh, Acts of Apostles. Peter stood up and said it is written. As you heard in the last days I shall put signs. Where? On the moon. And on the sun. Right. And then the Bible says. That the moon. Is it for the marking of the seasons? So what means that on each season, God has put up a sign? So what you must be interested to find out, it's not looking at the moon like, oh, what sign is in the moon? It is at looking at the season. In this season, what sign? Because the meaning of a moon is for the marking of the seasons. You there? So, on each season, if you want to know what sign is on the moon, you check in the season what sign is in that season. Did you hear that right? Exactly. So, at this season, what's happening? So, um, we are aware what, what has been happening uh, from COVID, the war in Russia, the war in Israel. Okay. And that can actually tell you what's happening on the moon. Then the Bible says, I like this, that then I heard a trumpet. Do you hear that? So a trumpet, it is a warning. Whoever heard the word a trumpet, a trumpet, it is a warning. Whenever there was war coming to Israel, they had guards, known as the city guards, who would stand on the mountains, far away from the city. And they were called watchmen, who watched over the city. Now when enemies are coming, soldiers are coming, they would just blow a trumpet. The trouble is coming. So the Bible says, and I saw 
an angel blowing a trumpet. So there was a first trumpet, second trumpet. So we again see that we as the church, we are not ignorant as we have the seasons telling us what's happening on the moon. And we have trumpets giving us an alarm. Did you hear that? Church will not be as people think. In the end times, the church will not be as people think. The Bible speaks how in the last days, Jesus will manage things. He will actually take the whole governance and put in the church. The Bible says that the government shall be upon his shoulders. Ah. Are you here? What's going to happen? Government shall be upon his shoulders. So people shall go as Jesus predicted. That then they shall see the light. As Isaiah predicted. That rise, shine, your light. That was a prophecy for the church. It says, your glory has risen upon thee. See, the whole world is covered in darkness. But, uh, are you here? So the prophecy of Isaiah, when he saw the church, he said, rise, shine. He says, what will happen? Then he begins to speak about wealth transfer. How people, how, how he began to see ships. People venture into petrol, into diesel, ships. He began to see vessels. He began to see uh, uh, precious minerals. Then he says, all these things are coming. He says, he, he saw kings coming to the brightness of the church light. You will meet kings this season. You will sit down with the people you never thought you'd sit down with them. Because, you see, you see, <laughs> if it don't happen with our season, trust you me, then I, do, I don't know. Because, trust you me, what's happening now with all the trumpets that are being blown up now, this is the right time the church must wake up and realize what God is trying to do. Are you following that? Never be left behind in this season. Never. There is a sign on the moon right now of wealth transfer. There is wealth transfer right now. And God told me, he said, tell your people on that night, gather them together. And he said, as a prophet, anoint them with oil. Let me just go back on the real anointing. Somebody say, real anointing. Now, just quickly, okay? I'm going to take you fast uh, into the scriptures again. All right. Let's go in the book, the um, Matthew 24, verse 3 to 5. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming at yes. the end of the age? This is, this is it. Jesus 
is being asked the question, what would be the sign? Do you hear that? What would be the sign of your coming? What would be the sign of your coming and the end of the urge? Let's go there. Then the Bible says, I want to see. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. And will deceive many. Now when you check the word Christ there, because I told you before, people think the word Christ is the surname of Jesus. No. No. If you go to Israel and ask them, who is Christ? They'll be like, we don't know Christ. Christ is not a surname. Christ, it means anointing. So when Jesus said, many shall come and say, I am Christ. He didn't mean that they are Jesus. No, he never meant that. He never meant that people be coming and say, I am Jesus. No, he meant the word Christ. If you check the word Christ in Greek, is the word Chiro. C-H-I-R-O-L-O. Chiro, which means to cover up, to smear. To memushak, to anoint. Or the anointing. So when he said, many will come and say, I am Christ. He meant many will come and say, they are anointed. So when he was asked the question, what shall be the sign of your coming? He said, it shall be fake anointing. There shall be many people who shall come with the fake anointing. And we are living in those days now. Where many people have got fake anointing. I'm not talking about prophets or pastors. We're talking about people, many. He didn't say pastors. He said many. So we have people in church who think they are anointed, but they are not anointed. They do not have the real anointing. Am I speaking to you? So the major sign that Jesus is about to come shall be fake anointing. So you hear the word anointing in the Bible. Most people associate anointing with the ministry. It's wrong. 90% of the word anointing had nothing to do with ministry in the Bible. 90% of anointing didn't have to do with ministry. It had to do with the power and prosperity. I'm not talking to you. In fact, men of ministry were not being anointed. It was actually them who would look for somebody and anoint you for power. So nobody anointed Samuel for ministry. It was Samuel who anointed David for power. He anointed Saul for power. Are you here, right? So what's the problem here? What's an issue here? Alright, what's an issue here? So why the same anointing is used for ministry? Because there are different anointings. 
There is a special anointing for power. There's a special anointing for prosperity. There is a special anointing for ministry. The anointing for ministry, it is not just known as anointing. No. It is known as charismata. It is the anointing for gifts, for ministry, for pulpit, gifts of the spirit, speaking in tongues, praying, prophecy. The, this anointing is charismata. There was a moment I was in the ministry and I was broke. God would move, anointing would move, power would move. And I asked God, what's the problem? He said, you, you only have charismata anointing. You do not have anointing for wealth and for power. When I, when I prayed for this anointing, things changed. So you may be anointed, powerful and puppet, but the anointing you're operating on is charismata. Hello, hello, hello. You have charisma. So when Jesus spoke, are you here, somebody? When Jesus spoke, he said, fake anointing. So the word anointing there is a common word, chiro. But there are types of chiro. There could be anointing for ministry. There could be anointing for power. There could be anointing for what? For wealth. So when we speak of anointing, when I say, uh, uh, I am anointed, it's either you are anointed for charismata. So you may be in church. You may be watching me now at home. You speak in tongues. You are highly anointed. But you do not have the other anointing for wealth. Because for wealth to come to somebody in the Bible, they had to anoint you. So you see David explaining this himself. So there was a moment he was anointed as a king. Then there was a moment he says, he has anointed my head with oil. Then he says, this time around, it's not for power. It's not for presidency. It's not for kingship. He says, this one, my cup is running over. Then at some point again, he also acknowledges of the same anointing. He says, he has anointed my head. Mm. Like a, a horn of a unicorn. Therefore, the Lord has what? Has favored me above my fellows. So you, you must understand that the word anointing, it does not only mean when you are anointed for pulpit for ministry. This is why I've got so many broke pastors. This is why I've got so many broke intercessors. So many broke people who pray. In so many churches, people who speak in tongues and are broke. Because they do not understand the word anointing. So, how God would transfer the wealth. This is why he said, anoint my people. Not for gifts. <laughs> you hear? Not for what? Not for gifts. Now, let me just show you something here. So, in Acts 2, from verse 9. Okay, in Acts 2 from verse 9, I want you to see something here, right? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in uh, Mesopotamia, Judea, yeah. and what? Cappadocia, Cappadocia Pontus, Pontus and, Asia. and Asia. Go ahead, reading verse 10 to 12. Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, mm -hmm. visitors from Rome, mm -hmm. both Jews. And proselytes. Mm -hmm. 
Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues. The wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Do you hear that statement? So the apostles in Acts 2 began to speak in tongues. They were all speaking tongues. And everybody was shocked. What could this mean? But they were not God anointed. Do you, do you understand that? They were not called what? Anointed. Now, this is Acts 2. Where were they called anointed? In Acts 11, verse 26. I want you to check it. Mm -hmm. In Acts 11, verse 26, they are called anointed after some years. I want to say something here. Mm -hmm. Can you read it for me? Yes. Acts 11, verse 26. Acts 11, verse 26. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year, they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. They were first called Christians, disciples in Antioch. In chapter 11. Powerful. And the word Christian has the word Christ. Ian. Christ Ian. Which means young anointed. The word Christ is the means anointing. Christian means young anointed. They were old, but they were called young anointed. Karusha kapahata. So the Bible says, many shall come and say, I am Christ. So we have how many people now calling themselves Christians? And they have no anointing. Because the word Christian means what? Anointing. You call yourself anointed. Yet you come out, no problem is coming out. I rebuke you. Go. Nothing is going. The appearance of the fake crust, fake anointing, shall be an indicator that I'm about to come. <laughs> Somebody said, I receive the real anointing tonight. Are you here, somebody? So, they were called first Christians in where? In Antioch. Just a minute. I know some of you, you actually take the word anointing so lightly. You must be very careful. Do you know Jesus lived for 30 years before being anointed? I'm talking about God himself. Jesus lived for 30 years before he was called Christ. He was only called Christ when he said what? The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has. It had just happened. That's why he used the word has. Past participle. He didn't use the word, the word he had or he anointed me. No, he has. It just happened. When he was 30, for 30 years, Jesus was not yet anointed. Anointing is sacred. I want you to hear this. For 30 years, Jesus said, oh, the spirit of the Lord. And who anointed him? The spirit. It is the spirit that anoints. Am I speaking to you? Are you here, right? Yes, sir. Now, so when we speak of anointing, people just think anointing, anointing. No, no. There are different anointings. 
you may be having the charismata, the anointing that makes you pray, the anointing that makes you love God. That's charismata. But the anointing for power and influence is a different anointing. This is why you need someone to give you that one. That one, it doesn't just come like a cloth. I'm talking to somebody here. That one, it does not just come like a cloth. No. This one, it is not the spirit that anoints you for, for, for this one. No. The one that the spirit anoints you, it is the charismata. Am I talking to you? If you check when Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is up for, he has anointed. The word anointed there is the word charisma. Because it is of the spirit. But, there is another one which is not of the spirit. You literally anoint a person with oil. And this one is known as the shemem. I'm talking to somebody here. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Now, let's just check this. I want you to go to First um, John 2, verse 27. First John 2, 27. Mm-hmm. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teaches you. Now, remember the word anointing? I told you when Jesus said, People come and say, I am Christ. It means chiro, which means to cover up, to paint, to smear, to anoint. Did you hear that? So why did he say they shall be fake? Because when you are anointed, you're supposed to be chiroed, chiro. Meaning that you're supposed to be covered. You're supposed to be painted. You're supposed to be smeared. So it's so difficult for somebody who is anointed to be saying, I don't know what to do. Because even when poverty is trying to come and hit you, it, the demon of poverty will find you covered. No, you didn't hear me. Even the spirit of depression coming to you, it will find you what? Covered. Painted. Smeared. The word smear means to spread. It means to spread. If I say smear this lotion on your skin, you don't just take it and put it here like that. No, you have to smear, to spread it. That's why people who are anointed, they have the ability to spread. Whatever they touch, it can spread. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? They, they smear. So if you can't spread, if you can't be covered up, are you anointed? So now, hear this. Hear this. Hear this. So the Bible says the anointing you have received, but, the word that starts with the but, why? Because before verse 27, John is addressing some people who were operating in a fake anointing. He says they were with us, but they were not like us. Because the anointing which we have abides in us. 
He says, if they were like us, they could not have left us. But by them leaving, it shows that. Then he says, but you, the anointing you have received abides in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. So the real anointing, when it comes upon you, you do not need someone to teach you first. Someone to give you boldness. Like, oh, I'm so down. I need to go to church to be encouraged. No, the anointing in you. You do not need an encouragement. You do not need to be told it shall be well. No matter how the devil is coming from every direction, you do not need someone to encourage you that hey, it shall be for No, the real anointing abides in you. Now hear this. He says the same anointing shall teach you. And is real and not counterfeit. Hmm? See there. See the scripture there. Why is the word real coming out there? He says what? But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is it true? It's true. Oh, come on. Go to King James Version. Okay? It says, but as the same anointing teaches you all things, and is truth, and is no lie. It's not fake. And even it has taught you, you shall abide in him. NIV. Quickly, go to NIV. Glory to it God. says what? Can you read the NIV? But as his anointing teaches you about all things, mm -hmm. and as that anointing is real, wait, 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 wait. not counterfeit. Uh -huh. Meaning that there are some anointings which are not real. They are fake. They are counterfeit. So you may be actually boasting, I'm anointed, I'm anointed, yet you are operating on a fake anointing. Counterfeit anointing. Come on, continue reading. Mm. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. So we have charismata for, for, for spiritual. Praying in tongues, loving God, saving in church, charismata. Then we have shemem. Charismata is given to you by the spirit himself. Did you hear that? Shemem. It is the liquid oil. Somebody say liquid. It is supposed to be put upon you. By somebody. Say Shemem. Shemem is a liquid oil. It is used for several things. Among others. It is used for healing. So if you have a wound. They have to wash the wound. And take the oil and put it in there. Someone has to do it. It is a biblical way of doing things. Shemem. It is also used for establishing a person into power. Someone has to put it on you and speak a word. And so shall it be. Amen. So when you see people and they say, take your oil. They just take the oil like this. Why am I telling you to take it? Well, you can do it on your own at home. The reason is, at that point, it is I telling you to do it. But because you do not have revelation of Shemem, just take it and put it and it becomes lotion. There is no power. Because you don't know what you're doing. Now, hear this. So the liquid oil 
the liquid oil, liquid oil, you become a liquid matter. Let's check in the book of Ezekiel. 16 verse 9. NKJV. Can you read that? Then I washed you in water. Yes, I thoroughly washed off your blood and I anointed you with oil. Did you hear that? So you see that anointing? That one is not the spirit that anoints you. It is the liquid oil. Alright, now let's go into the book of Psalms. I want you to go to uh, 23 verse 5. Psalms 23 verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Did you see that? This one, it is the liquid one, the one we touch. It is not charismata. It is not charismata. Charismata Charismata can come on a person by just me laying a hand on you. And you can receive the anointing. But when I take the oil now and put on you, it is Shemem. Is either I'm giving you power or I'm releasing special grace for prosperity. This is why when I am anointing pastors or I'm ordaining them, I don't anoint them. Only when they have been given special tasks above others. That's for power. So you have to pour oil on their head, which is not charismata. It is shemem. If you check there, when, when David said, and you anointed my head, the word anointed there is the word shemem. I anointed your wounds, Shemem. So it is used again in the New Testament when the Bible says that is anyone among you sick, anointed them with oil. That day anointed them is the same Shemem, which means to, to anoint a person who is sick. Are you here, somebody? Are you following? So during this season of wealthy transfer, what will happen in the wealthy transfer? In wealthy transfer, what will happen is this. That God told me, he said, tell the people. Are you there, right? Tell the people. Anoint them. That's why I have physically to anoint you. How God will transfer the wealth, there will be people who they will be physically anointed with liquid oil. Hey. And these men, they'll go back to their countries and they'll have dominance over money. Connections will begin to happen and money will begin to come from every direction to the north, south, east and west because God wants his people. He says, you see, if you check in the book of Joel chapter 2, the prophecy of prosperity in the last days. There's a prophecy for prosperity to the church in the last days. Joel saw these people as God's soldiers, which is the church. Which in the New Testament, we are confirmed that you are not civilians, you are soldiers. You are the army. And don't behave like civilians. So, so in Joel 2, 
He sees the great army that will rise in the last days. And then he continues by saying, they shall eat and have plenty and they shall be satisfied. And then he continues by saying, and my people will no longer be put to shame. Hear that? You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise praise the name name of the the Lord, Lord, your your God, God. who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never That is now Shemem. In verse 27, that's when you have charismata. Then you shall know that I am the Lord in the midst of Israel. Uh-huh. I am the Lord your God, and these and there is no other. My people shall never be okay. put to Verse them. 28. That's what we're going to have charismata. Then it says what? And it shall come to pass afterwards mm-hmm. that I will pour out my spirit so, on all flesh. And they shall what? Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men. Two anointings there. Two anointings there. Anointing for prosperity. You shall eat. You shall have a lot of things. You shall never be put to shame. And then he says, and your sons and daughters shall begin to prosper. So the prophetic is coming. But it is coming together along with the prosperity. With the shemem, the prosperity. In the last days. I refuse to live in the last days and not experience the goodness of God in the land of the living. Do you know what really the Bible speaks of these days? Or you just pray like a Christian. I'm I'm, I'm a Christian. Are you really following up? Do you know the Bible says in these days, in the last days, which are these days? How do you know we're in the last days? Because the Bible says when you shall see the river Euphrates drying, then you know that the end is near. The river Euphrates is one of the biggest rivers that is known the whole world. But as we speak now, it is drying up. It's almost dried up. And Euphrates is one of the rivers that is actually mentioned by God himself when he was creating the Garden of Eden. Now, can you imagine what was created that God even mentions in the Garden of Eden? It is drying up. And the book of Revelation speaks that in the Euphrates River, And it's the only river that has been lately discovered of having big caves underneath. Very big. You can actually Google them. Just Google caves, river. You'll find them. But shockingly, in the book of Revelation, they were spoken in those caves. That that's where all the angels which were fallen, they were arrested and they are being hidden in the caves in the river Euphrates. And the Bible says, and God will begin to expose them by drying the river. And when the river begins to dry, they will walk out. Because they will have no place to hide. And they will go and shed blood. And since the river began to dry, it is when we are hearing of what? Of all these wars happening in the world. Isis and all these things happening in the world. Because the Bible says... They shall be released and they shall go to cause. They will have no place to hide in the river Euphrates. So we just check the season where we are and we see signs on the moon. So we are about to make a prayer now. I don't want you to have fake anointing. You really need to experience what anointing can do. Can you imagine a challenge by John 
saying, once you have anointing, you don't need anyone. This is by the same anointing teaches you all things. Not some. All things. All things. Let's pray. Wherever you are, I want you to hold everything, anything as a point of contact. If you have nothing to hold, just raise up your hand because we are praying tonight because great things will happen. No more fake anointing. You shall operate on the real anointing. It's in the name of Jesus. Father, I believe upon your word. That I'm the light of the world. I rise up. I shine. In the name of Jesus. Any power and influence of any form of worship that takes my focus on you and bow to money stops now. Money shall bow to me as I bow to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive the anointing that shall make me shine. That shall make me become the light. Nations shall come to me. Kingdoms shall come to me. People shall come to me. I prophesy as your child. I will shine. My light will be seen. In the name of Jesus. I declare dominance over finances. Victory over finances. Dominance over finances. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Pray. Pray in the name of Jesus. Declare it. Pray for finances. Dominance. Dominion. Take over. In the name of Jesus.